good to see you on this beautiful Easter day. And I'm happy to introduce Chigan Roshi to give the Dharma talk today. Good morning on this April 4th, 2021. Here in the Eastern Daylight Time Zone in the Boston area, the sun is shining brightly. The air is crisp. And so I thought, well, what does this day we call April 4th look like in history? History is very interesting and concept of time and looking back and learning from it. There are some interesting things that happened on this day today. For example, in 1973 today, the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center were opened. Most of us remember them coming down on September 11th, 2001. Some of us were born after. In 1975, typewriters were the thing to write on. But also 1975, on this day, Microsoft was founded. No more typewriters nowadays. And one of the biggest corporations in the world. Also 1949, after World War II, today is the day where the North Atlantic Treaty Organization was signed, NATO, to protect the West from the communist Eastern Bloc. And of course, we all remember 1968 on this day, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated, shot to death on a balcony of a motel. So history is interesting. And it is interesting how it connects to this very moment in which we live. And of course, today also is Easter Sunday. The day of resurrection. Et resurrexit tertia die, and he rose on the third day. Where do we find ourselves here in this present? I'm sitting here and have this kind of pit in my stomach of not having too much uplifting news. I don't know about you, but I can't help myself not being affected by witnessing testimony in the Chauvin murder trial. Seeing video of a person called defendant 
kneeling for nine minutes and 29 seconds on the neck of another human being who we got to know as George Floyd. And heart-wrenching testimony from witnesses, some of them professionals in the profession of helping, banned to the sidewalk by the societal agreed to power of the police, watching, unable to help, even a mixed martial arts fighter was standing there, knowing of his capabilities, not able to interfere with the abuse of the power of the law. We also still witness and are more aware of the continued, the continued string of acts of violence against our fellow Americans of Asian background. Right in the city, in New York City, where Shoboji, our city temple is, a terrible attack on a 65-year-old Filipino woman caught on camera from the inside of a luxury property. And if the violence itself was not enough to witness, seeing three other human beings inside the building watch in indifference, walk up to the door after and close it so as to not getting involved, makes all of this even more a terrible feeling. On a higher level, we all witness political power enacting laws targeted at that political power to stay in power. Disenfranchising selected groups, selected demographics, making it hard to vote. Well, what can we do? I ask myself, what can we do? And what can I say in 30 minutes? And after all, this is a Zen talk. So instead of giving a full Taisho with explanation of everybody who's in the Taisho and all the circumstances, I think lately I will resort to what I would call drive-through koan, which is not a bad thing. It's your order. You drive to the window, you get your little baggie with the food that is in there. In the past, I would have thought, oh, it's junk food. But as you know, from this pandemic, the finest restaurants, 
now allow you to drive up and they come and hand you a wonderful meal. So let's see what kind of nutrition I was able to find for this circumstance in which we find ourselves. And I didn't have to go far. The wonderful record of the empty hall or the Kidoroku with its 100 cases is a treasure trove. A treasure trove that really brings home that koans are not an academic undertaking, not an enactment of some kind of outdated way of interacting from a foreign culture. No, but they are as much expressions of the deep underlying humanity out of which we all thrive as Mozart's symphonies, as African rhythm, as the songs of the Moso Viva, the blind monks of Japan, playing on the lute. So here's uh, the case 72, which came just to this day. Dogo's fellow traveler. A monk asked Dogo, why is it difficult to find the tracks of a bodhisattva who has no special ability? Dogo said, they are known only by a fellow traveler. The monk said, venerable, are they known by you? Dogo said, not known. The monk continued, why not known? Dogo said, go on. You do not meet my words. This is where the koan ends. Kido said about it, only resemble conditions. So you might ask, how does this relate to what I was talking about just before? Let's see. We all know there are bodhisattvas with special abilities. It's very easy to come up with the name of Kannon, Kanzeon Bosatsu. If you have any questions about the special abilities of Kanzeon Bosatsu, please visit chapter 25 of the Lotus Sutra, Muyoho Rengekyo, and read about just the name and the invocation of the name of Kanon Bosatsu, of 
Avalokiteshvara has miraculous outcomes. When the robbers attack you, just invoke Kanon's name and they will turn into friends. And many, many other examples are described in chapter 25 of the Lotus Sutra. Another bodhisattva with special abilities is Manju, of course, Manjushri, with, with wisdom cutting through all of delusion with his sword, or Jizo going down into hell to pull out of hell those who have ended up in that place of misery. We all know them by name. Their names are invoked in dedications that we chant and whole sutras are written about them. But now what about the bodhisattvas with no special abilities? This is the path of the bodhisattva we are on. So how do we become a bodhisattva? Do we have to become a bodhisattva with special abilities? Well, I haven't considered myself having been born as with any special abilities. So for myself, I can say, oh, sorry, no. But hearing about what a bodhisattva is and does, is there an aspiration to become a bodhisattva? Of course. So how do we do that? The first step in this process, and one of the most important steps in this process, is to give up the idea of becoming a bodhisattva is to completely let that idea of becoming perfect or special go. This is no special abilities. No special abilities. Ordinary, just extraordinarily ordinary is that type of bodhisattva. So let's give up that thought of becoming perfect, becoming one of those bodhisattvas with special ability. What do we have to become? We have to become relational. Over and over I was taught this practice is about making relationships. Making relationship with that what appears to be the other. That what appears to be an object. Subject and object. Guest and host. As it says in the Rinzai Roku. Hinju. Guest and host. Either Hinju Itai. Guest and host are together 
or Hindu Bunri, they are apart, making relationship. It starts with the very little things of opening a door. There is a difference in the sound and the quality of a door that closes unattended, slamming behind a self-centered human being having walked through it. And that sound that happens if even though you pay attention and your hand slips off the knob and the sound naturally comes, the quality is different. Making relationship with all the kindnesses that we so generally accept without acknowledgement. May it be our relationship to water coming out of the spigot. Us being able, at least in some places, to trust the water not to be poisoned with lead or other chemicals. What a privilege. Hot water for a shower, food on the table, the electricity to run these electronic contraptions before which, before we find, we find ourselves in front of them right here. Making relationship with all of it. And of course, making relationship with that, what we call our own innermost self. Let's take an inventory of where we are. It might not be so pretty at times, but so be it. That's it. And it's not about, oh, who is responsible for it? That's not the question. This was taught to me. It's not my fault. This is not about fault. This is not about ownership. Let's never forget that guilt and embarrassment are spiritually constipating. Emotion has the word motion in it. It has to move. Change has to occur. We have to get over those burnt in places of embarrassment and of feeling guilty. And it moves often with strong emotions, which is natural and important. So what do we do next? Do Zazen. Sit down and turn, as our fellow Zen teacher Dosho Port says, turn on the bullshit burning furnace of Dharma practice. There's a lot to burn. And it keeps coming. Plenty of bullshit to be incinerated. 
Then when we get up, let us stop looking for validation. Am I doing good? Is this well done? Am I there yet? Give me a little sticker. Am I a bodhisattva yet? All of these questions. No. Look at it like from the point of view of a professional. A professional does what they do, fully dedicated, without any doubt what they are doing, without any need to be validated. So we have to learn to become professional human beings. And becoming a professional human being also means to become a professional person in full solidarity with everybody on this planet. Another step that we can take is to reorient ourselves away from dabbling around in abstraction back to reality and the realization of relationship. We human beings have the tendency to look for somebody who gives us what we need. And sometimes we like to see ourselves in the place of giving others what they need. Believe me, standing in front of oppressed people and telling them, I know what you need, is not what they're looking for. The Bodhisattva Canon does not do that. Listening, not walking in front, not walking behind, but walking with. not looking for validation, not engaging in abstract ways of thinking when it comes to make relationship. Of course, we cannot say abstract thinking is bad. There are places where it belongs. When things are to be written into law, expressed in words, abstract thinking, and very clear expression of our intentions, our understanding are very important. But that's the place it belongs. It will not help us with the relationship that we need to make. Think of it this way. Abstraction, another word for abstraction is Stereotyping. A stereotype is something that we all have learned is never accurate. Speaking of a group with specific traits and stereotyping them as X, Y, and Z fails to make the relationship and to see them as human beings. When it comes to act, 
that relationship from heart to heart, from human mind to human mind, is the manifestation of solidarity. It's the manifestation of being a bodhisattva with this ordinary ability to make relationship. What else can we do? Pick up the trash of ignorance. In the same way, we see a discarded plastic bottle being blown around by the wind in the park. Since we all carry gloves with us now, <laughs> or maybe start, put it on, pick up that plastic container, bring it to the recycling bin, put it in. Snuff out any ideas of well done. I am so woke. I did the right thing. And just go about your business. And here's the biggest ask of all. Relate to those who litter. Relate to the, the littering often is done unintentional through what we call ignorance. But be careful to do it in solidarity with a human being in the process of development. Let us not approach each other ever from the point of view of a deficiency model, because that leads to the thinking, I am more, I am better, and I can see the deficiencies in others. Let's approach it from the relational model of development. Only together, when we complement each other, we create we co-create and make real the conditions of change, of development. What Kido Chigo said at the end of the koan is very important. Now, before saying a little bit about that, remember the asking monk, he wanted to know from Dogo, hey, why is it that we can't see these bodhisattvas that have no special abilities? Well, it seems pretty obvious, doesn't it? Do you know them? And Dogo says, not knowing. He did not litter. He did not throw out the packaging the monk was looking for. Why not knowing? And even there, out of his 
compassion. Dogo said, well, move on, move on. You do not connect to my words. Which in itself, of course, is that so solidarity from the point of view of the relational developmental approach of a bodhisattva with no special ability. Kidochigo said, only resemble conditions. In other words, die as a fixated self, even if that is a fixated self that is gilded with demands for justice, that is looking for the end of oppression, even that must die. And then on this Easter Sunday, resurrection, Resurrection to the point of the conditions that are right here and now. Is what allows us to function without obstruction in accord with the way as a bodhisattva with no special abilities. We can do it together over and over again. This has been a Zen Study Society podcast. If you found it to be of interest, please consider making a donation by visiting zenstudies.org donate. Thank you for listening.